what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Wednesday, October 11th, 2023. I'm one of your hosts, Blessing, Adio A. Jr. Joining me is the Nitro Rifle himself, Andy Cortez. Good morning, Blessing. Good morning. Andy. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Mm -hmm. We're almost there. We are 20 days, 19 days. How many days are there in October? Is it 30? 31. 31. 31. We're 20 days away from Halloween. Wait, I thought, hold on, hold on a sec here. I thought every month always swapped what days had 31 days. No, it's the knuckle thing, right? Are you it's looking the at your knuckles? <laughs> when you look at your knuckles and it's ever like so, if you put your two fists together. <laughs> no, you've never seen this? No, I've, I've never, never I've never heard of this, and, but yeah, I'm very excited. No, no, not like that. Like this. Here, I'll show you, bless. Hmm. Oh, like okay, like this. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then, then what? The the first knuckles 31, right? And then it dips down. <laughs> It just in the middle, there's two months that have, like, okay, I don't know. I Never mind. I, I, okay. I just love looking off camera, cool Greg with his hands together laughing, like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? I've, ne I've like, never heard the knuckle thing. June, I'm July saying. both have 30. I'm, this is one of my embarrassing things. Is like, I never memorized the months that have 30 and 31. All I know is that February has less. Yeah, no, for sure. That's all for I know. Sure. But and then, then from there, I just go with God. Like, I guess my whole life, I never really pay attention to it, but I always just assumed that every month swapped 30 and 31 days. See, that's that's how I thought about it, too. <laughs> but yeah, apparently, people chat are saying, what? But then Halloween's always the 31st. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, sorry, guys. This is way easier to just this show you a graphic. graphic. Oh, my God. So yeah, July and August both have 31. Okay, and then, <laughs> so, then, then we continue to alternate. But then the fucked up thing is that December and yeah, January totally. both have 31. 100%, 100% yeah. That's all fucked up. Why did we do it this way? This is very I, confusing. Look, that's I. Somebody told me this worked. I feel like if we took, ooh, no, because that wouldn't work. I was gonna say if we took one of the days from December and put them in February. Randy stacks are these flippers. <laughs> <laughs> look like some web feet. <laughs> I feel like there was an easier way to do. Like if we were to sit down with the the governments of the world, I feel like there's an easier way to do this where we can I, take some of these 31 days and put them in February. I agree. Bless. Totally here's the agree. thing. Have you seen? Have you? Uh, have you ever heard of the like switching the calendar? So we have 13 months in the in the year, and that every month has 28 days. Oh, how would that would, would does that mathematically work? I guess it could. Yeah. So I mean that does give us like uh, basically a leap day every year. So there'd be at that point it becomes unimportant though. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. like you, so you have New Year's Day at the end of the year. You'd have a New Year's Day, and every like. Four years, you have a double New, new Year's Day. Ooh, I do like the idea of having double New Year's. A double? <laughs> yeah, yeah you imagine, like, like, that's like the new party New Year's year. Day is underrated. <laughs> like, there's something special about January 1st. There's something in the air. 100%. Where I wake up and I'm like, one, I stayed up last night. And so I was like, I get extra sleep today. But then also it's like, all right, cool. What are we doing for lunch? I feel like we don't celebrate New Year Day enough. You know, like, every, everything mm. goes into the night prior but the day of New Year, you just kind of wake up and all you it's think about is the prior night. But you don't really like, wow, a new, like. I see, for me, it is like, we don't celebrate it explicitly. Like, I don't, my friends don't hit me up and they're like, hey, man, New Year's Day is a week out. Like, what are we doing for New Year's Day? Like, it's not that. But I feel like whenever I wake up on New Year's Day, there's some group that's getting lunch or some group that's like, oh, okay. hey, let's, let's hang out, right? Like, we're, we don't have work today, so let's do something. What's Dick Clark doing? Who's Dick Clark? Hmm. He's the New Year guy. Oh, like he does he host the New Year's like newscast? Is, like, he, is he still alive? I I've, I don't like, want that sounds like a name no one said for like fifteen years. You don't know uh, Dick Clark's Rock New Year's Rock and Eve. He's People dead. Oh man, rest he's, in peace. He's been dead yeah. for years. Dead for years. Rest wow. in peace, but, Dick. Uh, Sorry, I've been in a coma for the last decade. <laughs> Bless, get this. 
every first would be a Sunday in, in this proposed 13-month mm. calendar. Every, <sighs> like, second would be a, a Monday. See, my problem with that is that then we don't get to double dip on the days off. Because I like the idea of having, when the first lands on a weekday, like, no matter what, we're going to get that day off. I feel like if Monday is always the second, then we always have... We're always going back to work on the, the second. Fir- but the first, you always get off. You know what I mean? Yeah, but we, we get it off anyway, right? Like, who's going to, to work on the first unless, like, you are, like, a real to- retail worker or you have one of those jobs where you do. But, like, if you get Christmas, if you get, like, the, the winter break off, you're not going back on the first. It's always at least the second. Yeah, no, Question, I agree. If the first lands on a, like, Friday or Saturday, no, let's say Saturday or a Sunday, do we What's then the automatically get the Monday off? I would be down, yeah. I guess that would be my call. Is like, hey, let's just call Monday a holiday like it's uh, yeah. July 4th. Let's think about it. Dick Clark died in 2012. My goodness. Yeah, this guy, I told you. Kevin, I thought it was like years. three years ago, three no. or four years ago. Rest in peace, my guy. Mm-hmm. Mike <laughs> <laughs> doesn't even know who he is. That's my guy. That's my, my guy. guy. It's his guy. My guy, Mr. Kevin. Clark. All right, enough about all that. Let's talk about today's stories, which include Disney maybe getting into gaming. James Corden talked to Bobby Kotick about Guitar Hero <laughs> and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every week at 10 a.m. live right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the, the nerdy. What camera was that? <laughs> nerdy news you need to know. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Insane shot. What camera even is that? Do we have a camera? Yeah, like, it's the, the C100 mark. Somebody too. holding up a cell phone? Oh, yeah, yeah, there's a camera that's like, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the brightness. I think the ND filter isn't on. Yeah, that's so. Jesus. I just I, didn't I know just there was turned a camera on. there. I just turned it on because I was like, well, it's sitting there. That's so. Funny. Give us one more shot, you know. If, but why that shot? That's like a, that's not a great shot. <laughs> we get a little more set. Shot. We get a little more set. It's all fucked up. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta work on the brightness on that one. Uh, if you're watching live, you can correct those <laughs> stuff wrong by going to kindofunny.com slash you're wrong. It's the fact that we're mostly with Kevin. I can always expect some chaos, and I don't and I don't know where it's gonna come. From. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of like in a Saw movie when somebody turns on the TV and realize they're being recorded, yeah, and they're like, like oh, "Where's shit. the?" <laughs> That's it it's like, oh, fuck, I'm being watched. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, who's in here? Who's in the studio? I can't see him. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on youtube.com <laughs> slash kind of funny games, or you can listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for kind of funny games daily. Remember, you can use Epic Creator Code kind of funny on all Epic Store and Epic in game purchases like Rocket League and Fortnite to help support the channel. To be a part of the show, head to kindoffunny.com slash KFGD to write in with your questions, squad ups, and more. And remember, patreon.com slash kindoffunny will get you the show ad free plus a bevy of bonus content. Housekeeping for you. A new episode of the Kind of Funny Games cast is up where the crew predicts who the, the six Game Awards GOATI nominees will be. It is a very interesting discussion with no consensus except for two games. So go over to youtube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and check that out. And then over on Patreon, a new Kind of Feudy is up where I ask the guys to name the best Devolver digital game. And it's more difficult than you'd imagine. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Jedi Master Deadpool and Delaney Twining. Today we're brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, but we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin with what is, and forever will be, the Roper Report. It's time for some news. We have five stories today. A baker's dozen! Starting with our number one. Jesus. Kevin ran the show for like three years. Yeah. It should have, when I hit, I have a baker's dozen button, it should cut to this camera, smoke goes off, I make the noises, 
And then it cuts back to the... But it just cut to different cameras, so whatever. Hey, we'll matter. get it working in 2026. Yeah, Kevin. we'll get there eventually. We'll, get well there guys, eventually. let's remember, the other ex- computer exploded. A hard drive f- had catastrophic failure. So let's add another camera to the <laughs> system. <laughs> well, that was added on. a fifth camera. Oh, that was added on for the D&D stream. Oh. That was uh, Nick's one. Well, it looks good. I have no notes. Do we have a Skycam? Yeah, we do. We never. I don't. I don't get to use it on any of my shows. So I, I've like. I, wait, how many cameras do we technically have that are on right now? Right now? Yeah, several. Six. Oh, uh, I mean, are we con- are we counting counting Kevcam? Audio listeners getting sure, a really Kev-cam. scuffed experience. Yeah, oh, <laughs> audio listeners, you got a lot. Okay, so yeah, we have like five and a half cameras. That's pretty cool. Seven. Oh, seven, including the Kevcam. Yeah. Wait. So we have. We have four one, two, three, four, cams. five. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay, that lines up. That lines up. Riveting content. (laughs) Story number one. (laughs) Disney's CEO is reportedly being urged to to consider uh, turning the company into a gaming giant. This is Kat Bailey at IGN. All is not well at Disney at the moment. CEO Bob Iger (laughs) was hailed. (laughs) That's how Kat wrote it. <laughs> like, oh, they got like a Mickey Mouse loose. <laughs> They're like, ah, oh, shit. It's not well here. We gotta figure this shit out. Goofy has fallen ill. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Donald Duck died. <laughs> CEO Bob Iger was hailed as a conquering hero when he returned to the company last year, but the media giant continues to suffer big losses in the box office and the stock market is, uh, as it seeks to reverse its fortunes. A new Bloomberg report details many of Disney's internal struggles, which are said to have uh, Iger ruefully joking about his decision to return. Among the ideas reportedly floated among Disney executives is a bolder transformation from gaming licensee to gaming giant through an acquisition of a major publisher like Electronic Arts. Such a move would potentially give Disney access to the billions in in annual revenue generated by EA Sports FC, Madden NFL, and EA's other microtransaction-fueled games. It would also fit well with ESPN, which Disney considers one of its major pillars. Alternatively, Disney could acquire some of the studios under the newly established EA Entertainment label, which includes Bioware and Respawn. Respawn, it should be mentioned, is the studio responsible for one of the more popular Star Wars licensed games in Star Wars Jedi Survivor. EA appears to be setting itself up for an acquisition by splitting up its studios into EA Sports and EA Entertainment divisions, making it easier for a buyer to scoop up one part of its business or another. Ubisoft is another publisher that has been floated as a potential acquisition target. Disney has had a long history with games stretching back to the days of Disney Interactive Studios, which was responsible for releases including Disney Infinity and Epic Mickey. Disney wound up closing the studio in 2016. Iger, for his part, is said to be non-committal to the idea of expanding back into the gaming space. Still, it's, um, it's apparently one option as Iger continues to attempt to right the ship. Uh, as this Bloomberg story notes, he's made other attempts like cutting content from Disney Plus and doubling the price of the streaming platform to stem losses. But there's still a long way to go. Andy, there's a lot we can angle from here. Is there any part of this that sticks out to you? It seems like something I would have been totally down for theoretically several years ago. Mm. Um, I, I I also love the way this thing starts off with like, they're urging him to turn the company into a game. Like, Bob, can you just turn us to a gaming giant? Yeah, like, can we just be a giant? <laughs> just you make know? us a gaming giant. Just make us one of the big companies over in games. Yeah. Um, this sounds uh, nightmarish, especially after Bob Iger's uh, sort of feelings and thoughts during the writer's strike and during the actor's strike and everything. And just the 
the approach that it seems like he's having towards business doesn't seem like it would uh, be a great place to work for a lot of employees, especially with continued pushes into AI and things of that nature. And it just seems like there's no passion behind any of this. This is just bottom line. What's the dollar going to be? How are we going to, how can we make Madden Ultimate Team more expensive and more profitable? How can we make all these other franchises more profitable? It just seems like the ultimate, like, non-consumer move, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, that's uh, that's a similar way I read into it as well, where I don't think Disney acquires EA and then goes, hey, the, st the studios that are working on FIFA and Madden, let's make some cool Mickey Mouse or Star Wars or Avatar games, right? Like, I don't think that ends up being the move. I think it ends up being... How do we make even more money out of Madden and FIFA? How do we crank up Ultimate Team? How do we make sure that that studios like Respawn and then the other EA studios that aren't on the sports side, how do we then fo focus you all into Star Wars and, to and into making Disney IP, right? Hey, you know, we've licensed out this stuff to Ubisoft to make Avatar and uh, that Star Wars Outlaws. Cool. That'll be that. Like, once that stuff finishes, we're going to be all hands on deck in terms of the EA that we now own being all focused into, into Star Wars and into Disney products, which... I don't think is an interesting route for EA. Like I like where EA has landed in recent years where early 2010s and like, I think throughout most of their lifetime, EA has been looked at as this company. That's, you know, one, one of the years they were voted like worst company in America or something like mm -hmm. that. Right. Like people hate on worse EA. than Halliburton and <laughs> like, yeah, worse than all the gas companies. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, this is one of those ones where I look at EA and when I talk about, when I look at EA in the last, let's say five years, right? Like you've had successes in games like Apex. We've had Jedi Fallen Order and Jedi Survivor, right? Like you, you've, you, you've had even games like Battlefield 1 and you've had like plenty of failures too. You've had other Battlefield games. You've had um, sports stuff that has rubbed people the wrong way. We've you, seen Unraveled. We've seen It Takes yeah, Two. We've seen a lot of these original sort of like passionate takes. And it reminds me all the time of that one speech that gets brought up, I feel like every four or five years now where Sean Layden is on the PlayStation stage talking about, hey, we're putting money into this project, not because it's going to make money. Yeah. Because it's something we're passionate about. We know this thing isn't going to sell a shitload, but luckily we make a lot of other money in other places that we can then pour our passion into other projects. And I mean, look, if this deal ever does go down, which I would not be super stoked about, I would love to be proven wrong, but I just don't see how any of this could excite the large gaming audience out there or excite employees or people wanting to get into game development or people that may already be working there because I'm just, I mean, look, we've seen over the past couple of years how many layoffs have occurred whenever studios consolidate, whenever a new manager takes over, whenever a new CEO takes over purchases and purchases and all these studios are getting acquired yeah. and it seems always at first like oh that seems like a no-brainer idea and then bam 340 employees axed bam 50 employees axed here and it just it just seems like we would just repeat history all over and that's my, uh, i think that's at the top level is the scary part of it is that i think industry consolidation on the base level is a scary thing for what you're talking about in terms of when we see acquisitions we see layoffs we see all these things but also in the way that i see it i think when a big company acquires another one the issues of the big company now become the issues of the smaller company we've seen it happen now with epic where epic laid off 16 percent of the workforce and that doesn't include people that 
just worked at Epic already, right? That includes, hey, that this is going to fall down to Bandcamp. This is going to fall down to Mediatonic, right? right? You're going to see things happen ha happen there. Um, this happened multiple times where, where it is, hey, because uh, Embracer would be the other example. We're going to eat up all these, all these different companies. Oh, man, in spring, we had a deal fall through that was very important for us. That means not only does Embracer feel it, but then Crystal Dynamics feels it. And then other uh, Volition gets closed down, right? And all these studios that we acquired feels it as well. That's the part of industry consolidation that scares me. And that's why I like the idea of even though EA is the most beloved publisher in the world, I still like having an EA and then also a Disney and then also Activision and then also like publishers that we really like, right? Like I like having this shared space of multiple big players because that drives competition as opposed to, man, Disney is now a gaming giant and now PlayStation is also eating up companies and Microsoft's also eating up companies. And now it is just five companies that remain because everybody ate up each other, right? Like I don't want that future for the gaming industry. And I think on the EA side, I don't think it would serve EA well. One part that sticks out to me here though is the part about Ubisoft. Because even though I would fight against the EA thing, I think there's, and I would also fight against the Ubisoft acquisition. I could almost see a better option being Ubisoft if, if Disney wanted to acquire somebody because Ubisoft, as we've talked about, has been struggling, right? Like Ubisoft feels like they are in this creative void where they don't know really where they want to take things. And I think Ubisoft is in a place where they want to lock in on a, like, bigger IP and fewer IP. And one of those is Star Wars Outlaws. Star Wars Outlaws feels like it's all hands on deck. It feels like, hey, as Ubisoft, this is our main priority project. This we, cannot lose. This cannot lose. We want to make sure this works. I'm sure they also want to make sure Avatar works, right? Sure. But like Star Wars being Star Wars, we cannot fuck this up because if we do this, then that sets, up, sets us up for even more Star Wars games. I can e easily see Ubisoft going, hey, like if... You, you guys like Star Wars Outlaws? We'll keep making this for you, Disney. Like, hey, acquire us, and, like, Assassin's Creed can be yours, right? Tom Clancy can be yours. I could see that future panning out in a way. Like, I also think that that leads to maybe some leaning up of, you know, different ideas and, like, you know, maybe not getting as many as much creativity out of Ubisoft, but I feel like we're already not getting that anyway. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with that. And I, I, I wonder, like, high in the sky if... if Bob Iger had a magic genie lamp, right? Or if maybe I had the magic genie lamp in this situation, I, I was already fucking up the whole like sort of scenario. Mm -hmm. I had a magic genie lamp and I was like, hey, let me rub. First off, the first wish from the genie, don't fuck me. On this. Yeah, don't fuck me. Yeah. Yeah. We like whatever you're thinking, whatever you're scheming, yeah. don't fuck me on this. Take your monkey's paw, throw out the window. Yeah. Second wish, I rub it and I say, why aren't spicy nuggets at McDonald's always back? Yeah. Mm. You know, I know that there's one by the studio that. They brought him back, but why are they taking so long? And wish number three, I'd go, if Bob Iger and Dizzy decides to buy EA, nothing bad can happen in terms of like layoffs and all that stuff. What would your dream project be Ooh. from a Disney-led EA? It's a really good question. It's a really good question. I mean, for, like, I feel like we already kind of get it with Star Wars Jedi, right? Like, I would be like, oh, yeah, give me a single-player Star Wars action game. And we kind of already get that out of EA. And so I think my next step would be to go... I mean, I'd look toward Marvel, right? Spider-Man's taken. Spider-Man's being done well by Insomniac. Wolverine's about to be done by Insomniac. Oh, I guess Black... I guess EA is working on it. I was going to say, give me a Black Panther EA, EA game, but that's already happening. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, I think a Doctor Strange game would be... Actually, no, Daredevil. Give me a Daredevil video game. I don't know what EA studio I'm giving it to, though. That news today was real rough about the Daredevil show. Oh, my God, yeah. 
they're restarting it. Just completely. Let's just you know, let's just go back to square one, man. What what's Marvel happening? Marvel stresses over there? me out right dude, now, dude. So the much. MCU stresses me the fuck out. I saw fucking Loki got a five out of ten from IGN, like the first three episodes or first four episodes. I've heard it's really enjoyable from okay. many different people. I like the first episode. Okay. And so there's that, but I'm like, is this is this about to tank in the in the next three? I need to I need to watch all of it. I haven't seen a single second of it because we're saving it. I'm likely gonna see. Give me a Bioware X Men. <laughs> I don't think this shot's working. Give me a Bioware <laughs> shot. Yeah, I think we gotta we gotta diss this shot. <laughs> this is not good. <laughs> I don't know what changed. <laughs> Now to the D and D stream, but it's something's different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, give me a sure. Bioware X Men RPG where I create my own X Men and I hang out. Ooh, yeah, and I attend at school. the academy. Yeah, basically give me Hogwarts Legacy, but it's X Men. You get recruited by yeah. you know like Professor X. Maybe you maybe you become aligned with like the more renegade side of things with Wolverine, or you go towards like the maybe you become more Paragon and you do stuff more by the law with like Cyclops. What if it is like, like it's you can join the X-Men or join Mag oh, Magneto's, crew. Magneto's crew. Yeah. And that's the Paragon Renegade thing. Damn, that would be It's like so every mission, cool. it's like you can go with the Professor X side, which they want to do it one way, or you can go with the Magneto side, which they want to kill all the non-mutants. That sounds really That sick. sounds fire. Let's do that. All right, we figured it out. Mm -hmm. We figured it out. Story number two, Andy. Activision hired James Corden to host employee meeting with Bobby Kotick. This is Tom Phillips at Eurogamer. Freed from his tenure as a U.S. talk show host. This just seems like a hard drive. This seems like a hard drive fucking article. It seems like, <laughs> like... they pulled from the onion. Freed from his tenure as a, talk, as a U.S. talk show host, Gavin and Stacey star James Corden yesterday teamed up with controversial boss Bobby Kotick to host a town hall meeting for Activision Blizzard employees. The internal event held days before Microsoft is expected to finally close a $68.7 billion takeover of the company was not available to view publicly, but Windows Central has reported on what was discussed. Kotick reportedly reminisced about Activision's journey as a company so far and also dropped several hints about its future, including an intriguing mention of the long dormant Guitar Hero franchise. There does not seem to have been any mention made of a pot potential exit by Kodak following Microsoft's uh, acquisition of the business. There also does not seem to have been any mention made of the company's various harassment scandals. When asked by James Corden how Activision will retain the company's culture while part of Microsoft, Kodak told the, the, the Cats star that the company had a magic... <laughs> that's, they're doing James dirty in this article. I mean, they... I mean, Doesn't yeah. he have, like, a talk show that's literally job, called Phillip. the James Corden show or some shit? At one point, yeah. I think it's, I think it's axed now. Oh, okay, well, rest in peace. Mm -hmm. um, Kodak told the Cats star that the company had a magic and spe special culture and that it was the same magic which, which had attracted Microsoft. Looking to the future of gaming, Kodak told Corden he expected devices akin to Elon Musk's Neuralink, an implantable brain-computer interface, to push things forward. Quote, I think you'll see things like Neuralink. You'll actually be able to interact with things on the screen where there isn't a controller, Kodak said, noting that this could mean a headset, earpiece, or other type of sensor. Kodak said he was, <laughs> he was keen to see Activision titles, the very best franchises in all of video games, backed by the development research and resources of Microsoft, Quote, the reemergence of Guitar Hero and other things would not be possible without the different types of resources, he noted. Send this motherfucker to jail. <laughs> like, I, there are so many ways to go with this. My first way to go is why James Corden? Like, why are you hitting up James Corden? Because 
Bobby Kotick seems like somebody that is so out of touch with what the general public wants and likes and enjoys and doesn't at this point know that James Corden is essentially like a meme. James Corden is a joke and used to make fun of things and like, oh, imagine like, hey, you're going to hell and down there you're constantly watching James Corden do car karaoke or whatever the hell. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it just seems so incredibly out of touch. And again, it reads like a a hard drive article because like like can you imagine your first day your employee sort of you know uh what orientation or whatever yeah and you get there day one to work for activision you're finally in the games industry and bobby kodak and james corden yeah, aren't like, two like, super villains the dude, in, the dude in epstein's black book and one of the most annoying dudes in the world are yeah. both introducing you to the company it just seems like a terrible scenario for all, and my hearts go out to anybody that had to deal with any of this. Yeah, could you imagine being like your uh, manager is like, "Hey, we got a meeting, we got to go to," and you're like, "Okay, cool. Like, what's the meeting?" And they're like, "James <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Corden and Bobby Cohen. Yeah, they're gonna lead it. They're gonna talk about Neuralink for some reason, and also they're gonna tease Guitar Hero." Yeah. What? Because I just cool. I just think of you know back in uh, I, I guess maybe a year ago now, a couple years ago now, and watching those clips of James Corden stop traffic because he wanted to dance on cars. Oh, like, I remember that video. Yeah, and, and, and that's one of like the more annoying things that James Corden has done and is mm-hmm. known for, but it's is also he... been known that he's just a complete jerk to work okay, with. Okay, I was going to ask, yeah. is he just annoying or is he problematic? Because I tried before this, I think I saw James Corden's name and I was like, I know James Corden. And, like I saw it and I recognize his face, obviously. Yeah. But I was like, is he the one that's like, spewing right-wing shit or am i thinking of some other no he's just a nightmare to work with he's he's more on like the ellen side of things correct yeah like not only annoying in what they do but also just like you know super problematic to have a man to have as a manager and Mm -hmm. somebody that's going to lash out at employees in really like unnecessary ways because that's my like again like I, i don't know how you land on james corden for this where if i'm going through my rolodex of tv talk show hosts that I'd want to work with. And again, I w- here's the thing. I wouldn't subject any of these people to Bobby Kotick. And so maybe it's good that James Corden did in this case. But like, you know, fucking like Conan, Stephen Colbert. Yeah. Awesome Minaj, right? Like, I feel like there's so many people on the list I get to before I get to, <laughs> before I get to James Corden. Yeah. Yeah. Again. Dude, give me Jimmy Fallon. Like. Again, completely out of touch is, is what I'm reading from that. Um, and yeah, pairing that up with a guy that if there is a heaven and or hell is going to hell. Yeah. Bobby Kotick. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it just seems like a complete nightmare. And then let's bring up Elon Musk and Neuralink and putting chips into people's heads. The same chips that have been killing innocent monkeys I, yeah, where they're they, like, you know, holy get shit. There. You know, they'll get there. Like, uh, Kevin, we don't want to put a chip in you. I get it. I wanted to uh, be a, I wanted there to be a chip put in me about seven years ago. Andy. And now I just don't. I mean, the, the, I'm just not there. anymore. Just gonna, not can anymore. Can you imagine not needing a mouse and just I'm doing stuff right now? You know, just thinking it, it's happening. You'd still cut to the wrong camera. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I got cool, Greg, God. over there. This camera shot is so <laughs> terrible. Hey, there's is like this the, a Logitech far away? Is this a Logitech <laughs> 920 or what? No, the ND filter's too <laughs> high. The ND filter's too high. But Samsung I like it. Galaxy it has 3. like a. It has like a CRT like scary movie vibe to it. It really looks like public access. Like we didn't have our camera guy that day. Yeah, for real. And me and Blessing are just sitting at the set. Like today we're gonna be talking about uh, the local fair uh, is in town. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
going to interview our, our local chef. <laughs> Very cool, I guess. Like, what the fuck? Um, I guess my other thing I want to talk about is, does Bobby Kotick know anything that's going on in his company? I don't think does so. Does he really think Neuralink is going to be the thing? And also, like, if he... if this is the thing, right? I would like for a guitar, guitar Hero to return. I think that'd be fun. A lot of people love Guitar Hero. A lot of people have passion for Guitar, guitar Hero. But in the same interview where he's talking about, um, I think Activision you know, saw us for, oh, sorry, I think Microsoft saw magic. Activision for our magic and our culture. And like, it's that magic and culture that attracted them. Him saying that, him also saying, oh yeah, the future of gaming is Elon Musk's Neuralink type technology. Like him mentioning Guitar Hero in that same vein makes me think that Guitar Hero is not going to happen. Also, all that, all the harassment, like, just ignore that, James Corden. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, hey, James, before we go in here, you're not allowed to ask me about the harassment. Yeah. And James is probably like, oh, no problem. I wasn't going to, <laughs> yeah. going to anyway. No, you have to do it in a British accent. <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That's it. Thank you. That's Thank it. You. Thank you. <laughs> oh, man. I guess my last question for you here is, well, what do you think about the possible return of Guitar Hero? If Guitar Hero somehow does happen, do you think that's a, that's a good move? Do you think that's something that's worthwhile bringing back? I... I don't know if we're there yet. I don't know if a return of Guitar Hero and a return of buying accessories again, buying things that are essentially going to become junk in about a year and a half. Mm. I don't know if that entices audiences like uh, yet. I think we need to wait longer for any sort of type of return, for an official big return. I think if the Neuralink technology does work out, you don't even need the peripherals. You're right. Right? You just air guitar it, and the game knows. The game knows how you're playing. And that's not going to take up any room in your, you know, exactly. in the spare closet or whatever. Exactly. Um, yeah. Like, I, I I, think it'd be really cool for Guitar Hero to come back. I think there's a lot of obstacles. Like, yeah, the peripheral uh, aspect of it, I think, does make it hard, right? Like, are you, when in our world where we're getting closer and closer to the all digital future, do you still have shelf space on a GameStop and on a best, uh, at a Best Buy? Um, do people want to buy these things and store them and do like go through all that rigmarole again? Um, are, are you people, able to get people out to the stores to get to them? Are people really staying at home and like maybe that's something for quarantine, right? Like mm. to have people all in a room. You can't go out, so your whole family stays home, or you and your roommates stay home, and you're locked up for however many years, and you're playing games together on the couch. But like, are people really going to other people's houses to game in that way again? Like, I think of, I always think of the um, that H Bomber guy documentary about Tommy Tallarico and the Coleco Vision. What's the actual? What's the the console that Tommy Tallarico was making, but mm -hmm. like right, right before quarantine hits, he's like, we're going to bring back co-op couch compet or gaming back to your, the homes that everyone. And it's like, Oh man, this dude was like wrong on many fronts, but then quarantine hit where people could no longer go over to the, the Intellivision. Cause in television, yeah. yeah, the Intellivision of like, well, Hey, we're not going. Uh, I think the whole thing was like, there's no more. We're not doing online play. This mm -hmm. is to get people to go to each other's houses again and then quarantine hit. It's like, man, you were already like on the wrong path and this just like made it even worse. So I just don't know if that is even feasible nowadays. If you got an email and it was from Tommy Tallarico and he's like, hey, I'm doing a meeting. I'm going to sit down with Louis C.K. <laughs> We're going to talk about the future of video games. We'd love you to get on camera. <laughs> We'd love If Tommy Tallarico hit you up and was like, Hey, I'm looking for a host to talk to me about the future of, of games and why I'm bringing the Intellivision back. You doing it? 
I'd How big like, would the bag have to be? I'd be like, what's the bag, Tommy? <laughs> what <laughs> is it? <laughs> Listen, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to get kind of funny in the bag, I'll be telling you about patreon.com slash kind of funny. Over on patreon.com slash kind of funny, you can go, you can get the show ad free. And speaking of ads, let us tell you about our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. The NFL season is going strong, and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. You can bet 5 bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets, and DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game this October. And there's a ton of these football games happening, and each and every one, you're going to want to be there on DraftKings Sportsbook. You can get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook book app now and you can use code kind of funny new customers can score two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the nfl that's code kind of funny only on DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nfl the crown is yours if you have a gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in new york you can call 1-877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text h-o-p-e-n-y which is 467-369 in connecticut help is available for problem gambling you can call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org please play responsibly on behalf of blue hill casino and resort ks licensee partner golden Nugget Lake Charles, LA. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void and ONT. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions. Terms responsible. Gaming resources. And we're back with story number three. <laughs> this camera angle is so bad. I feel so so far away from everybody. That'd be thing. Fun to cut to okay, oh, but man, I think I think it worked that first time because we had five people sitting at a D&D table all across the screen. No, Andy, it was it was a close-up. That was Nick's close-up. Oh, that's Nick's yeah, close-up. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, then no excuses. It looks awful. <laughs> <laughs> like, something about it just looks low resolution. Like, yeah. It looks like it's 360 Yeah, I don't know why it's coming in that way, but yeah. I'm really <laughs> digging it. 480p. Uh, story number three, PlayStation 5 cloud streaming launches this month. This is Tom Ivan at VGC. Sony Interactive Entertainment has announced plans to launch cloud streaming for PS5 this month. The feature, which will be available to PlayStation Plus premium members, will receive a staggered rollout. Sony is targeting an October 17th launch for Japan, October 23rd for Europe, and October 30th for North America. Quote, select PS5 games will be available for streaming, and we're planning to have hundreds of PS5 titles to support this new benefit, said Hideaki Nishino, SIE's Senior VP of Platform Experience. Supported titles will include game catalog offerings like Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, Horizon Forbidden West, Ghost of Tsushima, Mortal Kombat 11, and Saints Row 4. Some PS5 digital titles that players own will be available for streaming too, including Resident Evil 4, Dead Island 2, Genshin Impact, Fall Guys, and Fortnite. Game trials for PS5 titles like Hogwarts Legacy, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, and The Closer Protocol will also be available. Sony said DLC and in-game purchases will be available for PS5 game streaming too. Streaming resolution options include 4K, 1440p, 1080p, and 720p with 60fps, and SDR or HDR output. How do I get in on this? I'd like to try it out. Uh, PlayStation Plus Premium. You wanted to spend all that money? How much is it? It's like fucking, uh, yeah, I think you got to like lease a house or something. Oh, <laughs> like, shit. Yeah, you got to like sell your car. Uh, I think it's like maybe $180 a year. I, I raised the price to something okay. enormous. Okay. So I, I guess I'll just, here's the thing though. I, look, I know he, I, he may be listening. I hope he's not. I know Greg Miller loves his cloud stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we know Greg does. Miller loves getting a device, playing games on the cloud. But Greg also does not have a keen eye 
to understand what looks and feels good. Yeah. Greg Miller, very much like my mother, who walks into a house and sees a 720p widescreen TV and goes, wow, that looks beautiful. And mm -hmm. it's like, you know, you don't know what beautiful looks like. You don't know what good reaction time is. You don't know what good response time is. You don't know what good resolution looks like, okay? Mm -hmm. I don't trust your old eyes. I don't trust your old brain, Very okay? Old. So I can't, because it, look, this has happened many times where I'm like, how's that cloud experience? Great, love it. Try it out, I'm like, Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. the, uh, the, the character's reacting four seconds after I hit a button. So I would like to see how this works on my own. Um, mm. Sony, if you're willing to deal with me talking shit about you, I'd love to get a trial. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's good. Maybe it's awesome. Maybe it works out for me. But if it doesn't, you will feel my wrath. I couldn't have less of an interest in this. But like, I, my thing is, my, I think my only use case for this would be so that I can play games while I'm downloading them if I'm impatient. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. I mean, that seems like that's a lot on an internet connection. Yeah, that's true. That's actually a really good point. But I feel like that's always marketed, right? Like when, when they first announced the PlayStation 4, I feel you, like that You're was right. Good. They did, yeah. Yeah, they're like, you can play games instantly after buying them. And once you finish downloading, then just switch over to the downloaded version. That's right. Yeah. I do remember that. I remember Mark Cerny talking about that. Basically, oh, yeah. Mainly for impatient people. Um, I mean, I don't really have much else to say about this because I was not aware that the price point was going to be that Yeah, I think insane. it might be $160. I can double check. How much is PS Plus Premium now? let me tell you they're they're raising the prices of everything you can't even get a, a digital playstation 5 anymore without paying 450 dollars you know? i'll tell you what though console looks so much better i know y'all talked about it yesterday but just with that little slit into the in the middle that yeah. little cut the in little the middle part that like that made the console look a million times better than the playstation 5 ever looked so it's it 100 got awful 160 dollars do you feel that way about the disc version like do you like both versions or are you talking about the digital specifically I think I think I'm just talking about the the cut into it overall. Yeah, the cut into it speaks more to what I'd expect from Sony hardware and industrial design that Sony is known for. Like whenever they put out a piece of hardware, that shit's always going to look awesome. I never thought the PlayStation Five looked awesome, but really just that cut. I guess you know the disc version not great, I would say, yeah. but the discless version I think looks pretty damn awesome from that three quarters view that Kevin saw at the very very top. Um, because of that, just that little cut, it reminds me of the PS4. You know, like the sort of like top compartment in the bottom section. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? I can see that. I, can I just see I that. really dig that's I, that's all it that. It reminds me of so many haircuts that I've gotten with just the side part. Oh, yeah. okay. Like, okay. That's what I think of when, when immediately when I see it. I don't hate how the digital only version looks. I think the disc version just looks ridiculous. <laughs> like, wait, it looks like it's smuggling an entire department store with like a trench coat. <laughs> yeah. You know, like it's yeah. like what's going on in there. The digital only version. If I was to get one of these, which I don't think I will, but if I were, if I were to, I'd get the digital only. I don't I don't mind the side part too much. Like the more I look at it, the more it grows on me. Yeah. But I also I like how the like OG PS5 looks. Like I, I like my thing is how cool how will the plates look? You know, like how will like the the like oh, it, go like, for like the, a little two tone vibe. Uh, actually, that's kind of that neat. could be kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, it is like the bottom is one color and the top yeah. is another color. Fuck, that could be kind of sick. I but, have to see what the options are. Bless, what's the deal with this this picture here? Uh, yeah. so the the disc drive is detachable, and so now if you get the digital only <laughs> version and you change your mind later on, you can just you can get the add. disc drive and oh, then attach cool. it. Yeah, I mean, but it's also dumb. It's also extra fifty bucks, and 
the vertical stand is thirty dollars extra. Yeah. Nice. Ridiculous. <laughs> it's also, not nice. This this oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. drive is like an extra seventy bucks. Like oh. you can buy the disc version and it's like fifty bucks more. Oh. But if you want to buy Wait. the disc drive separately, you're paying like seventy dollars. This doesn't look eighty dollars. Like you can lay it on its side. You can. There's a little tiny clear. There's a stand for it. it it's it's so tiny and cute, Kevin. It reminds me of like whenever you buy. There, you see it right there? Oh my god, I see it, Andy. <laughs> I see it and I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like when you buy figurines and the like the character of the figurine that you bought is like floating in the air, but they give you a clear piece to make it look like it's floating, you know? Like that's what it reminds me of. This it's just like, like a clear piece of this plastic. This looks like a scene in an anime where like a character is holding like a gigantic structure, but they're not like <laughs> yeah. it's fucking Goku holding yeah. a planet. <laughs> it's like the weight is just resting on his shoulders. You know what it reminds me of? What? what? You get a pizza, you open it up, and there's that little table in the middle. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. This little table. Pizza yeah. table. Pizza table. Yeah. I always pretended the pizza table was a spaceship. Really? When, yeah, whenever we'd get pizza, because, you know, I was an imaginative kid. I love spaceships. Okay. I love sci-fi. So I'd take that little that little piece of plastic, and it always had, like, four or five prongs on it. Yeah. And i pretend that those are the guns, and I'd be like, look like a TIE uh, fighter. Okay, that's, yeah. that's cute. I mean? As a kid, yeah. I, that's, that's actually pretty cute. I did that. Yeah, for me, I was like, what do they have this table <laughs> in this thing? Did you know what kid, it was for? Was like, that's a table. It was for, um... It was like keeping it together, right? No, it was so that uh, the top wouldn't squish the pizza. Oh, like the top of the box? Yeah, so like if it squished, like it wouldn't hit the pizza and get like the cheese on the roof of it. It would like protect it. I worked at a Pizza Hut. I don't know if we ever had... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we ever had the table, though. I don't... You worked at a Pizza Hut? Yeah. What did you for do at a Pizza for, Hut? For a summer, I was a delivery driver. Holy yeah, shit. For a summer in college, I worked at a Pizza Hut. I liked it. Were there any cra crazy wild like delivery stories? I mean, there's one that I'm pretty sure I've told on the one of the shows of like there was a blind man though that, <laughs> that would order pretty regularly, and whenever he would order, I would have to like step inside his house and like help him sign the receipt and all this stuff. And there was one that's time, so adorable. But there was one time where I went and like he would never tip. Um, <laughs> and there was one, <laughs> way less Not, cute. Way, way less, less cute. cute. Sounds a bit like an there was now. one time where I went and I was like, as I was helping him sign the receipt, I was like. Maybe he doesn't realize that, that there's he a can tip. that he can tip. Like there's a tip thing that, <laughs> right here. So I was like, "Hey, like, would you want a tip? Like, is this?" A, and he's like, "No." Oh. And I was like, "Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I'm putting in all this extra work. I'm walking in, doing all this stuff, and you don't want a tip. All right, cool. All right, bet. all right." But yeah, aside from that, it's, <laughs> it's a great image. <laughs> For audio listeners, Kevin just brought up an image of like the table, and then it has like three chairs around it. That's fucking hilarious. That is adorable. God. <laughs> Story number four. A great show. Fans react angrily to news that Rocket League will remove player-to-player -player trading. This is Chris Golian at Video Games Chronicle. Rocket League players have reacted with anger to news that they soon won't be able to trade items with other players. An announcement made by developer Psyonix revealed that on December 5th, the player-to-player -player trading functionality in the game will be removed. According to Psyonix, the change is being made to bring Rocket League in line with other games published by parent company Epic Games, uh, which also don't allow trading of in-game items. Quote, we're making this change to align with Epic's overall approach to game cosmetics and item shop policies, uh, where items aren't tradable, transferable, or sellable, the studio explained. It also notes that once the feature is removed, this opens up feature plans for some Rocket League vehicles to come to other Epic Games over time, which Psyonix calls uh, cross-game ownership. The news has been met with widespread disapproval from the Rocket League community, with the game's Reddit page full of new posts, each with many upvotes criticizing the decision. Quote, you know an idea is terrible when a lot of people's first reaction is, ha, this, that's a wild joke, Reddit user AllStreetsEnd wrote. 
quote, it's just really depressing because while I don't personally trade, I know it's some people's passion. That's this is a deep username. <laughs> All streets end. That's cool. Yeah, that's, yeah when <laughs> you think about, about it. it yeah. you know. uh, this is literally shitting on a big portion of the community. Style has always been a core component of this game, but hey, at least we can still buy style from Epic for $20. Am I right? End quote. Uh, quote, this is the worst de decision any <laughs> game could make. Added user, sine wave. Uh, they continue, do you not know what Counter-Strike and Team Fortress 2 have built with their item markets? Trading is what spawned an entire subgenre of this community, end quote. And then, quote, uh, they're taking away trading because it kills their sales, and that's the one and only reason. Hawaiian Surfer suggested. <laughs> <laughs> Hawaiian Surfer continues, instead of buying an overpriced 2,000 credit mystery decal, players are getting it from other players at a fraction of the cost. By eliminating that consumer-to-consumer -consumer economy, they are forcing players to get whatever items they want at full price from Rocket League's shop. End quote. You know, I had no idea. As I'm getting more and more into Counter-Strike, I don't know if you've heard of this game called Counter-Strike. I've been playing it, it recently. Mm -hmm. Hopped into it recently uh, for the first time. Doing great, by the way. <laughs> I've had no yeah. issues whatsoever. Um, That's what Mike's been saying. Mike's been saying that y'all been killing it. I've uh, been killing it. I have no issues whatsoever. Um, I did not know. You know. Obviously, once you start playing a game, you start being opened up to the game's community and what the game's community has to offer. So my TikTok al algorithm has been a lot of people opening up the boxes that they're getting, either from, I guess, their new items or their items that people owned at one point. Mm -hmm. And... It is so wild to me to know that these markets do exist. And uh, obviously, like, there's been a lot of controversy with other, you know, moments in, in the Counter-Strike community when it comes to items being, like, stolen or whatever the hell, you know. Um, but one of, the, one of the things I didn't know is that some items that you open in Counter-Strike, people are praying that they are, like, factory new items. Or, really? Or, um like a uh, little wear like a, a, not a whole lot of wear on the yeah. item or or sometimes this item may be too used so it's less lesser quality it's huh. like it affects like the price and the item that people are getting and it's like blew my mind and opened my mind to a whole different again like you were mentioning the in the article this subgenre of gaming that you would have never knew existed never known existed and we're talking like, you know, people with $30,000 worth of items in their bag. Hmm. And then they use that to trade up and then they get a new gun. And, oh, please be factoring you, be factoring you. Oh, okay. It's, it's like trading cards. I mean, really, it's like getting it. I know the idea of NFTs have been out there forever and having these in-game tradable items. But the idea that a used item could have digital wear <laughs> on yeah. it is so... That's like, fascinating. It's uh, so fascinating to me. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, I, uh, let me know if they're in the comments, if there are any like documentaries or things like that, like any sort of no clip style things that I could watch. Cause I'm so interested by this section of gaming. See, that's um, the thing that's always confused me about NFTs is like, do you need Web3 when, yeah, like this seems like this stuff already exists? It's been happening. Like, even Psionic's right. talking about cross-game ownership whenever a, a a game company talks about how they want to implement nfts so that you can essentially do that same thing i'm always like why can't you just do it right like sonic's talking about that being the case of what they want to do with epic right and you having a rocket league skin and being able to take it to fall guys or fortnite that's something that you can build the systems to do without the nft uh, implementation and that's something they want to do and i think that brings us to a very interesting place of do you disrupt your rocket league community and like this subgenre of players that is 
you know, trading items and operating the way they want to operate? Do you disrupt that so that you can have the benefit of taking Rocket League skins over to Fortnite? Like, that's a, that's a weird balance. I kind of understand where they're coming from with that, but it sounds like the Rocket League community is like, no, like, we don't really want that. And if they don't want that, then why do it? Yeah, I, I feel like it's kind of odd. Uh, you're sort of alienating a fan base that you're, you're trying to take away this feature from them or you're taking away this feature from them that doesn't really, like, in order to benefit people being able to use those items in Fortnite. And that just doesn't seem like people are really interested in that. They're interested in the skins in the game that they are playing and obsessed with. Yeah. Um, it, it, it is a very anti-consumer move, and that does suck for that community. Now, I don't, I'd like to know about the other side of it. If, you know, obviously a lot of these decisions are just made because of the bottom line and because, uh, you know, money, right? But are there other reasons? Are there other controversies that they are possibly trying to avoid with digital sales and you know digital like theft or anything like that mm -hmm. i'd like to know what some of the reasonings they may have other than just hey you get to buy more shit from us you know yeah yeah i mean i'll think that the two big reasons are cross game ownership and then also we make more money when you buy it from us as opposed to other players yeah right but yeah i wonder if there is like I'm, I'd be fascinated if there are like and I only bring that digital up, heists going down. I only know that I, I only know that that could possibly be an issue because of a lot of controversies that have surrounded the in-game trading of skins for CS:GO. Mm -hmm. um, so I'd be interested if there's anything happening there. So That's let me know. Scary. Like the idea below. of like if you're trading something with somebody and being like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get back this thing, and they give you like a counterfeit version of it or like some other version that you didn't ask for, and now you're down. People logging in who had 20k worth of items and they log in and their whole locker is gone. It's like, what the f Dude, that's scary. You know? Yeah. Wow. Last news story. Story number five. Nintendo's short Super Mario Brothers Wonder Cartoons uh, cartoon shows Bowser reacting to Elephant Peach. This is Chris Scolian <laughs> at Video Games Chronicle. Did you see this <laughs> just so last cute. night? So um, cute. Kevin has the video up here. Uh, Nintendo has released a short cartoon promoting Mario Brothers Wonder in which Princess Peach turns into an elephant in front of Bowser. The video appears to be one of a, of a series of short cartoons set to be released by Nintendo of Japan as the game release approaches. Uh, in short, Peach is playing with some butterflies when Bowser appears and offers her a flower. An uninterested Peach is distracted when an elephant fruit, a new power-up from the Mario Brothers game, bounces past her. Peach grabs a power-up and is instantly transformed into an elephant Peach, uh, stunning Bowser, who reacts in a humorous manner. And for me, a few things here that I find. That <laughs> really? <laughs> that, Give me your I, breakdown. <laughs> Let me hear it. All right. <laughs> One, so Bowser's like more into elephants than humans. Like, how does that work? Like, is it, is it the fact that it's an animal, so he's more attracted to animals than to humans. I think maybe he, Bowser just didn't know what was possible. Mm -hmm. I think Bowser didn't know, you know, blessing. Sometimes you're you're you know scrolling some, you know, not safe for work Reddit's, and uh -huh. then you suddenly see something. You're like, I didn't know I was into that. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I, I didn't know this about myself. Yeah, and now I think Bowser in this moment is like, wow, I'm into I'm into elephants as well. Who would have known? You know. Also, like, I, Peach as an elephant is the cutest fucking thing I mean, I've ever cute. seen in my life. It is so adorable, and it makes me even more excited than I already was for a Super Mario Wonder. Because my thing is, elephants are... Elephants are mammals. Yeah, elephants are mammals. They are. And so, like, if it, I, had a, I had a double check. I was like, wait, actually, no, elephants are... But if it was, like... What were you thinking, reptiles? <laughs> if it was a... It was because the lack of... But elephants have fur, don't they? They have, they have little hairs. Little hairs, yeah. yeah. Little hairs. Um, if it was a reptile type creature or like something scaly or something like even amphibian, like I, I think that would make 
more sense to the fact that Bowser is a giant turtle dragon. But the fact that Peach is just turning into another mammal, that's the part where I'm like, what about this ah. appeals to Bowser in a natural way? Unless it is that, like, scrolling through Reddit thing of like, oh, man, this is Didn't a cute elephant. Didn't know I was an elephant. What's up, Kev? Does that, but, like, do you think that, like, Peach being a human appeals to him? Like, that's just fine? But I think a little bit, yeah. I mean, he, in all these games, he wants to marry Peach. Like, he wanted, he wanted to marry Peach in the Mario Brothers I think movie. he just likes her personality. And I think Bowser grew up with a lot of Western media and saw a lot of human beings and was, like, fell in love with Marilyn Monroe and, and but, like, actors mm-hmm. like that. There's and was no like, I want Peach. humans in that world, right? Huh? Other than Mario and Luigi? Do we, do we know, like, are there other people? I don't think Bowser knows of other humans aside from Mario and Luigi. What about the mayor of New York? Oh, well, uh, yeah, Pauline. It's a great call. Yeah, it's Pauline. Call. Well, mm-hmm. but like, does Bowser know of Pauline, or does is that just a Donkey Kong thing? I think Bowser knows. Oh, Bowser knows of Pauline. Yeah, Bowser knows of Pauline. <laughs> I guess it's hard not to know about Pauline. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but like in the in the cartoon we just saw, right? Like Bowser is handing Peach one little flower because he's he he's into Peach. But when she turns into an elephant, that flower turns into a bouquet. Like he's re- he really likes elephant. Yeah. So that's my thing is I'm trying to figure out like look at his face. Yeah. He is enthralled. He's enthralled. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I mean, I think it's like maybe he's in love with the the larger frame of Peach of Elephant Peach. It's closer mm. to his frame. Maybe yeah. now he's like thinking there's more possibilities. Yeah, I, I guess <laughs> you know. What I, mean? I yeah, guess that makes sure. sense. I can see it. Yeah, sure. I can see it. Uh, Andy, I'm very excited for Mario Wonder and what more questions and answers we might get off of that game. But the release of Mario Wonder is just so far away. If I want to know what's coming out to Mom and Grab shops today. Where would I look? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show host each and every weekday. Yeah. A little bit off. The, yeah, a little bit early. But a little bit early. Yeah. Out today, we got Total War Pharaoh for PC, River City Rival Showdown for PC, PS4, and Switch, and then Honkai Star Rail for PS5. Right before this episode of Games Daily, booted up Honkai Star Rail. Oh. In about 10, 15 minutes of it. So far, I'm in. Oh. So far, I'm in. I mean, it feels, it looks like space Genshin Impact, um, but like they get into the turn-based stuff, and the turn-based stuff so far already reminds me of a Persona. Oh. And so I'm like, oh, I can, actually, I can kind of get into this. I, I also want to bring up real quick, I brought up to you yesterday, I think before Gamescast started, I was like, Blessing, what if I told you that that game Battle Shapers that we played is out now, like in early access? And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, that's right. I did read that. Uh, I hopped into Battle Shapers last night. Yeah. Great time. Hell yeah. Great time. Battleship is, if y'all don't know, like I was posted about how I wanted a 3D version of a Mega Man game. And then uh, Mitch Dyer was like, check out Battleshapers. I was like, oh, that's right. I had it downloaded on NextFest and I never like really ever played it. And then I was sent to build of it and immediately was in love with the concept. It's basically a first person shooter Doom style game, but it's a roguelite and you're taking down bosses and these bosses just like Mega Man, you take down the boss and you, you know, take that piece of the boss's like armor or whatever and you kind of put it on your own and it's really awesome. It is a mm. good time, dude. When I tell you that last night, I was overwhelmed with I want I was looking for a game to choices. play with choices. Yeah. Me I, too. Like, I sat down last night and I was like, "All right, I want to play a game. What do I want to play?" And then I was like, "Well, I can finally go back to Baldur's Gate 3. I have mm-hmm. some time to play Baldur's Gate 3." I could boot up Battle Shapers because I'll, you, you mentioned that to me and I was like, oh shoot, I wonder if I already owned it. And I checked and I have it owned because I had it before the early access release. And so I could have boot up uh, Battle Shapers, but then also Honkai Star Rail unlocked at like, I think it was like 8 p.m. last night. 
And so I was like, oh, which one of these do I want to do? And because I was so overwhelmed by choice, I just went to sleep. That's a good call. Yeah. I mean, that helps too. That yeah, helps I was your like, brain. you know what? I'm just gonna go sleep early. That'll prepare you for do. the weekend's gaming session. You know? Oh my god, I can't, I can't wait. But it then was, I'm like, do I even have time during the week? There was a lot of choices. I, I booted up uh, Lords of the Fallen as well last night, which is a game we cannot talk about, even though streamers all over the internet are playing it. Mm -hmm. And I don't weird embargo <laughs> from Lords of the Fallen. Strange. Weird, weird embargo. That's also when I, I I booted up, and I was and that was part of my choices too. Was Lords of the Fallen? And I was like, oh, do I do this also? You know what I downloaded last night, guys? Oh, What's shit. That? Oh, Jesus oh, Christ. <laughs> I'm, I'm back early from changed. the dentist. <laughs> what up? Um, last night, I was like, you know what? Let me check my library. And it turns out I did not, uh, uh, what was it, um, do the return on Cyberpunk when it was buggy. So I re-downloaded Cyberpunk oh. and got Phantom Liberty just for you boys. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. It's real good. Oh, I can't wait to hear what Bear it's has to say good. about Phantom Liberty. I also thought, I also considered to see a Star is Bear, just so you know. I considered oh, it. come on. He considered it, it, man. That's all yeah. you need. Do it. Do I think I, honestly, I think if I was gonna make the right choice, it'd probably be to go back and play more Baldur's Gate three. Because I fucking I love yeah, I was thinking game. about Baldur's Gate last night too. Yeah, gotta go back to it. There's too many good games, y'all. Too many good games. Uh, let's talk about some new dates for some good games. Uh, we got Forest Grove. Well, let me say this: Forest Grove connects the dots on PS4, PS5, Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S, Xbox One, and PC on November 29th. Tower of Fantasy 3.3 update: A Sword of Dance of Ice launches on October 24th. Knuckle Sandwich, described as a mix between the hectic minigames of WarioWare and classic SNES-era RPGs like Earthbound, will be coming to Steam on November 23rd. Barrett, I'm going to need you to... I'm already up. on it. Thank you. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen Cursed Clash launches February 2nd, Woo! 2024, uh, sorry, 2024, on Xbox One, Xbox Series X, PS4, PS5, Switch, and PC. Right now, Barrett has pulled up Knuckle Sandwich, and yeah, it looks like Earthbound getting a fight. Is the fight really going to be... Really cute art. Is it going to be a WarioWare style? Good art style. I mean, yeah, it, it is literally like a combination of like WarioWare and then Earthbound art Char style. Wiles. Character on the left looks like uh, that from that one Cartoon Network show with the imaginary friends. Oh, uh, Foster's uh, home. home. Yeah. Yeah, it looks yeah. like the adult that works at the foster home. Is she an What's adult? Uh, I felt like she was a late teen, but because we were kids, because she we was kids. the older yeah, character. It, it felt yeah. like she was an adult. I'm not getting much war. Actually, no, never mind. No, I'm, like, I'm the, the, like the little mini games to like but fight. Actually, like, yeah. I could be into this. Reminds me of like Undertale type combat, right? Where you get into it and it's like just different mini games. Hell yeah. Good for them. Yeah, I might check this out uh, on uh, November 23rd. Let's see. In Stars and Time launches November 20th, PS4, PS5, Switch, and PC. Cobalt Core launches November 8th on Switch and PC. Frog Detective, the entire mystery is coming to Xbox One, Xbox Series X, PS4, PS5, and Switch on October 26th, and also it's Game Pass Day 1. And then Undertale-inspired Time Loop RPG. Oh, that's the same thing in Stars and Time. Bear, I'm going to need to bring up some in Stars and Time. While you do that, deal of the day for you. We got new PS Plus extra and premium games coming October 17th. Uh, you're getting Gotham Knights, Disco Elysium Final Cut, The Dark Pictures Anthology, House of Ashes, Alien Isolation, Dead Island Definitive Edition, Outlast 2, Elite Dangerous, Far Changing Tides, Gungrave Gore, Eldest Souls, and Roki. Right now, Barrett is playing some footage from In Stars and Time. What was the... Oh, okay, I can see The Undertale here. What was the other one? Was it Amori? Yeah. The one that like seemed very depressing. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting some of that from here too. And this seems kind of ro not completely roguelite, but I do love that like they're dying from like really like mundane things. Like the first death was like, oh, you slipped on a banana peel. Want to start over? Oh yeah, I can see that. That's cool. 
All right, yeah, a lot of Earthbound and Undertale influence happening lately, which honestly I'm in for. I like both those things. Uh, also for your PS Plus classic games for the month, you're getting Tekken 6, Soul Calibur, Broken Destiny, Ape Escape Academy, and IQ Final. Before we get into your on, we do have a squad up for you. Miguel writes in with a squad up on PS5 and says, all right, guys, hear me out. I am one trophy away <laughs> from the platinum on Saints Row. This is the multiplayer one. It'll be quick, I swear. <laughs> a classic Rick and Morty adventure. In and out, five <laughs> minutes tops. That's great. That's a great intro. Not one of my friends has the game, so I turn my lonely eyes to the best friends for help in my time of need. I'll be on in the morning's central time. Just shoot me a message, please, and thank you. Let Greg host. Uh, if you please want, hit up Soul Blasters 59. Yeah, please hit up Soul Blaster 59 on PS5. Help them out with some of that uh, Saints Row, the multiplayer trophy. And also, Greg hosts all the time. All right? I don't think you need, need to say like Greg hosts. Yeah. Agree Miguel needs help. Host. Actually, don't help Miguel because Miguel wants Greg to host. And, you know, yeah. He doesn't anyway, anyway, I got time for that. Yeah. Now it's time for you wrong. You write in and let us know what we got wrong as we got it wrong so you can correct it for those watching later on YouTube and listening later on podcast services around the globe. Bear, has anybody told you about camera six yet? <laughs> uh, it's not camera six. I do have camera seven ready to go. Yep, that's camera seven right there. That's camera. What, wait, what the, is camera seven? What's camera six then? Uh, that's Skycam? usually is, is what we use for. No, Skycam is camera five. Oh. Uh, this is camera seven. Usually um, camera six is gameplay whenever we have like the switch hooked up in there or something. Gotcha. Usually, we're coming to you live from our uh, from our home here in San Francisco. I California. like it. I, I it's it's got the Halloween horror vibes. <laughs> no, I mean it. It really it's does like we, have we, VHS camcorder vibes. Yeah, exactly. Mm. It's fitting. Uh, we have one year wrong. <laughs> non, why is that door so loud? <laughs> A non right sentence says Frankie Foster is twenty two. That's it for your wrong. Tomorrow's hosts are going to be Tim and the one and only from Final Fantasy 16, Ben Starr. Looking forward to tomorrow, blessing. So get hyped for that. Of course, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday live right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. Until next time, Game Daily. Joshua. I'm looking for my brother, Joshua. What a game. That was a good game. I got tweets this morning about that game because we talked about talked about it last night, and I was like, "Yeah, like I've, it was the, a good games cast. It was a very good games yeah. cast." And on games cast, I think one of the things I said was like, "I mean, yeah, like the flaws in Final Fantasy 16 are that um, what like fans don't all the fans don't love that it's like you know more actiony, not turn based. The side quests can be more robust." And I forget what the other thing was. I think like the, the not having black people was an issue that I had. Uh, and somebody in somebody in uh, or people on Twitter were tweeting at me and being like. Oh, there's way more flaws than that. Like the action's boring, yada yada yada. And I'm like, damn, y'all go hard. Like, <laughs> like y'all. Hey, listen, I respect it. All right, <laughs> I respect it. I don't. I don't respect it. I still have Dick Clark up on my screen, by the way. A little What's bit, up, of Mike? little bit of shade for Diablo, though. A little bit of shade. What do you mean? You don't think Diablo's really making the top six here? No, no. That's I mean, crazy I, dude, talk. I suggested it. Thank you, Bless. It That's was crazy. It was Greg, that was like, no. That's Greg. crazy, y'all. And Greg loves Diablo. Y'all are on the wrong side of that one. Oh. Oh, GameSpot finally published their Baldur's Gate 3 review. Jake Decker gave it a 10 out of 10. Ah. Is that going to bring it up above Zelda? The funniest thing was Barrett being like, look, uh, Mike agrees with you, and so does Paris and Greg going, <laughs> and that's why I think I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm saying, like... Diablo 4 will be in the top six. 
Well, uh, uh, for Game Awards? Do you think it'll be nominated for Game Awards? Yeah, Pizza Bet, for sure. Pizza Bet. Yeah. Gala 4 is one of the biggest games on planet Earth this year. Jesus. What? Planet Earth this year? Uh Uh-huh. No. Yeah, yeah. On planet Earth this year. He's saying it. All right. You got That's it. crazy. Have you heard of Honkai Star Rail? <laughs> if the, if it I was a top like a 10, joke, but I'm dead ass. <laughs> if it was a top 10, I could see it, Mikey. There's just too many big juggernauts this year. There's a lot of big juggernauts, and Diablo 4 is definitely one of them. And also, then the conversation where I was, uh, we were talking about Greg yeah. being on your and Paris' side, that was uh, in uh, relation to Starfield. Because he was saying that if he puts Starfield in his top 10 when we do our game of the year, he feels like he's going to be throwing his uh, votes away. But I disagree. I think there's going to be enough people who vote in Starfield that that'll make our top ten. I hope there aren't. There isn't. Let's be real. I mean, that game sucks. I th- there's Which four game? of us. <laughs> there's four of us uh, of a people uh, of a Starfield group of eight. Make a top ten on kind of funny top ten. Yes, I think I think there's a chance. I think it will. I think there's a very. You don't good think chance. Starfield will be in the Game Awards top six? No, no. I don't think it should. I think there's a chance because the people that rock with Starfield rock with Starfield real hard. But then yeah. there's like also the opposite of people that just do not rock with Starfield. And those people are correct. <laughs> are you really this stunned by this? That's a stunning, a stunning comment that you don't think Starfield is in the Game Awards top six. I'm stunned. I'm blown away. Well, they put a three out of five in the top six. That's definitely going. While they put an IGN and GameSpot 7 out of 10 on the top six. <laughs> uh, yo, welcome in. Kind of funny best friends to today's Kind of Funny Games Daily Post Show, where you can get involved right now with your Super Chats and tell us what's making your top six. Because, of course, that's the conversation right now over on the Kind of Funny Games cast. What will be the top six of the Game Awards? Very exciting stuff over there. I will say, also exciting stuff yesterday. I don't know if you know. Big day for sports, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Sports are back. October sports are back, baby. Hockey, basketball, baseball. Wemby, baby. Everything's happening right when now. Binyama. I went to a volleyball game last night. I know. I went to And I'll go. tell you what, Bless. I would dominate volleyball. It's See, I want to play volleyball in a league so bad. Let me, let me read you the quote. Uh, let me read you the text that I got. Unbelievable. I got a photo from Mike. Uh-huh. That's a volleyball court. I'm at the playing. game. And he said, we would absolutely crush volleyball. It's scary to think of what I'd be capable of. <laughs> unbelievable. Are you fucking Vegeta? What are you it's talking about? <laughs> what I'd be capable of? It's unbelievable what I would do with that. <laughs> oh my god. I agree. I, I told Mike it's an added to added another to list, list Andy. of like games that we would be dominant at. Yeah. Let's read off some of our support over on Twitch. Darty Dax with the Prime Gaming sub for the first time. What up, Dax? Thank you. Let me flash on my dude with the Prime Gaming sub for 57 months. Says Andy, you and Mike should finish Returnal one day. We got close. We were cooking in that one. No, we got to like the third world, maybe. We were cooking. It was like five. I mean, I've played and beaten it, but we we wanted Mike to get through it as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Upgraded 88 with the Prime Gaming sub for 32 months. Says fine. Well, there's a D at that. Uh, upgrade. Upgrade. I like upgraded. Okay. You've been upgraded. Okay. You know what I mean? Remember that uh, Beyonce Jay-Z song? <laughs> Call that upgrade? There's two Ds at the end of it. Maybe it's upgrade D88. Oh, yeah. There's two yeah, I would say upgrade D88. Upgrade D88. Upgraded. This may be D-88. one where Mike is right. You're making me doubt myself. <laughs> there's there's a lot of D's in this. There's a lot of D's. But if, if it was like D E D, then I'd get it. Yeah. Well, he's got a Y in there. I mean, like, I'm here just guessing <laughs> now. He's got a Y in there. What do you want me to do? Yeah. All right. He says, finally, the minute 
came, I can use my Prime. Well, thank you for using your Prime thank Gaming you. sub with us. Sometimes we know it can be a little finicky the day of, mm -hmm. but we appreciate you using that for us right there. Uh, Zaxxon Galaxon with the tier one sub for 39 months. This one's for you two. Disney has already been struggling to keep the quality control of their shows and movies in check. The last thing I want is to see them try their hand at video games, too. I completely agree. That's that's kind of one thing that I was initially thinking of. Was like, It's not like Disney is necessarily killing it. Yeah. It'd be one thing like to kind of coax the fanboy out of me if they were killing it on all fronts right now. Mm. And we were like, fuck yeah, get video games in there too. And have me not think about the larger picture of just monopolies and consolidation. But they're not killing it really in a whole lot of spots, you know? Okay. Yeah. And I also think looking to video games as your savior, oh no, don't do it. Like, I think that that will be your downfall, right? Like, it's the same way in which we see Google, Google and Amazon try to get into gaming just because they're big names, right? They're big names in tech. Video games are easy. Let's we, do it. We can do it. Let's make video. Yeah. And like they try and they fail, right? Google Stadia goes away. Amazon releases and then unreleases Crucible, right? Like they, the, these are Amazon and Google. Disney looking at it and going, hey, I know we're like, we're struggling in these other areas. We should look toward video games to like try and get that money up. And like I, for me, I look at it in the same way where all these games all way. these companies are making games or service games based on decisions made five six seven years ago and then by the time you get around to actually getting these games out they fail because the industry has shifted i think disney looking at video games especially right now is like you know we're coming uh, quote unquote out of a pandemic i know we're always still in the pandemic right but like you know we're not seeing those same highs in video game play, uh, user base as we saw in 2020 2021 2022 right i think disney's probably looking at those numbers and going hey we should get in this meanwhile we're starting to see a dip in terms of people having the bandwidth to play all these different games and so i think i think if they did it there would be it would be a rude awakening of oh shit this isn't as profitable as we thought now we got to lay off half of ea i think that's how that goes okay I like where Disney's at right now, letting people play in the sandbox, trusting talented developers to take on their IPs and moving away from that kind of like 10-year window that we had mm -hmm. with just EA working with them. But, right, on the opposite side, you got EAFC. That's pretty turnkey. That's a moneymaker, right? Yeah. Like, there's some big titles inside oh, of that. That's we didn't talk about. Like, it's not like they're touching that. That's just going to... That's been turnkey every single okay, year. Ain't nobody money. changing yeah. FIFA. But I think it puts a bit more pressure on FIFA when it is... Hey, like these other things that we're trying out in these different divisions aren't popping off as much as we thought. Hey, FIFA, you are going to have to make us even more money now. Like we are going to rely on you like the world's going to be on your shoulders. I think that's sort of how that starts to go. One thing I will say, though, yeah. is that if Disney buys EA, you get a bit more ESPN integration into the sports games. That could be fun. We love that. I, I love I that. That's worth all the capitalistic things. But I love like, that. hey, at least you get ESPN My, in Madden. Um... Are we, are we hopping into Crucible after the streamer? What are we, what are we going to play? <laughs> jumping in or jumping in? <laughs> Co-op64 writes in with the $2 super chat and says, here's the big six, Snowbike Mike. TOTK, BG3, Final Fantasy 16, Spider-Man, Wonder, RE4. I mean, I, I don't think the remakes have a shot. RE4's got to go. RE4's not in that. It shocks me because RE4... Got, when you look at the Metacritic, R4's Metacritic is insane, isn't it? Like, didn't that get like tens and shit across the board? Like, isn't that one of the best scoring games on on uh, Metacritic? And also, RE4 just in general is one of the highest regarded video games of all time. Mm -hmm. It's so wild that that came and went, but it did. Like, people don't. I feel like people don't talk about RE4 in that way. Were they talking about Resident Evil Two or Resident Evil Three? I think Those two, remakes more 
than four right now? Two, yes. Okay. Three, no, because three three remake wasn't mm -hmm. amazing. Um, but two, I think it, because it was the first of like that style of remake, and also yeah. it really retranslated what Resident Evil Two was because that was more of like a point, not point and click, but like that was a different perspective, right? Yeah. Being able to do that with RE Two, I think, really made it more impressive. Whereas RE Four remake is pretty much the same. It's the same type of game, right? Like they've gone in and redone everything, but it's the same type of game, so it doesn't feel as standout uh, as RE Two. But yeah, like I don't, I I find it hard to believe RE Four makes it. Even though objectively, like based on Metacritic, it should be there probably. Four and Wonder. You think Wonder makes this list? We gotta see how Wonder is. You know what I mean? We, yeah, yeah, we haven't seen Wonder yet. Wonder Spider could come out and just completely lose steam. Yeah, three hours like in. it previewed really well, but yeah. okay. You you question Wonder, but you don't question Spider Man. Well, I was going to start questioning a lot of them, but I was going to move well, on. He just, just wants to question them just yeah, yeah. to get Starfield <laughs> yeah, out yeah. there. Uh, let's go with Tommy Goodale. Writes in and says, BG3, Final Fantasy 16, Tears, RE4, SF6. God, I hope so. If the world, and one it, will be Alan Wake 2, Spider-Man, Mario, Wonder will be the top six. Thank you for the $5, Tommy. Thank you. If, the, if everything is right in the world, Street Fighter 6 makes it in the top six. That's a top six video game. So is that the best fighter of the year? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Easily. Okay. I don't think Mortal Kombat touches Street Fighter Six. Okay. I think okay. Mortal Kombat is great, obviously, but mm -hmm. like Street Fighter Six is on the list. I think Street Fighter has to be on the list because it's the they need one extra different game in there. Mm -hmm. Street Fighter needs to be on the big six. Yeah, I I think uh, I, I was comparing it to Forza as like I don't think we can have it just all be gigantic single player experiences we need to have like one for variety in there as well was forza nominated the year that year though no i thought that was a big hullabaloo is that people were upset that it wasn't on the top six forza horizon yeah it, it wasn't yeah. oh oh for game awards for yeah. game awards yeah it was it won ign's game of the year yeah that's yeah. right that's right well, like it, it just came too late in the year to like make it into that i just feel so. like every year there's always a standout game that isn't yeah like last year was stray yeah, I just I don't <laughs> feel like recent year. years have been as packed year. as this one though. I just think there's too many like big games that so many people have played. You know, CJ writes in with the five dollars super chat and says Phantom Liberty honestly deserves to be in the goatee conversation. It's I twelve agree. to twenty hours of new content and a new story, more than a lot of new games. Phantom Liberty made my roommate cry and made me got made me get emotional. Damn, wow. yeah, that game is fucking awesome. See, bless. I love the energy for Phantom Liberty, but where was that energy for Persona 5 Royal back in the mm -hmm. day, you know? So many people are like, ah, it's an old game. It got re-released with, just with some new content. It's like... I think it was the fact that you had to play 100 hours. Yeah, to see it there. To, like, get, then get to the new content. Yeah. It was the same thing, like 10 to 20 hours of new content, you know? Yeah. Dogma399 resubscribed with Prime Gaming for 18 months. Says, Andy, People Make Games made a few great videos on CSGO's item... Secondary market and row boxes too. Oh, okay. Thank you for that dogma. Thank you, you for want to open up a couple boxes. Game? No, I wanted to learn more about like I've just been getting a lot of videos like that in my algorithm on TikTok. Of people popping pop crates. People looking at crates and being like, "Oh, these gloves are minimal wear. These gloves are factory oh, new. These okay, gloves, okay, like okay. that's so fascinating to me." Yeah, I want to know. The fact that items that. have like used gratings you, you know. know what let's spend a hundred today and let's just open no. some boxes let's just say fuck it andy let's open some boxes together see what happens the bond diesel in chat says dlc being on game game of the year list sets an interesting precedent not a good idea in my opinion 
Oh. My question is, what are we so scared of? You know? Yeah. Like, scared like, of what precedent? Happens? What is it? That the, DLC gets to get nominated, I guess? No, the oh, no. like, I don't think that's is is necessarily weird because it's not like we're saying that like, if something is good enough, it deserves to be a game of the year thing. If Cyberpunk added a time challenge fucking, like, a time trial thing, and it wasn't very good, then, like, yeah, I don't think things like that should be nominated. Like, I, I think something as beefy as a gigantic story with star power like Idris Elba, like, I think that yeah, is something yeah. that... I, I agree with you, though. What are, like, what is there to be afraid of? Because my, like, yeah, my thing yeah. is, like, Cyberpunk, Phantom Liberty... That expansion, plus all like all this Cyberpunk 2.0 improvements, I'll say is better than most games I've played this year. And like, you know, in another example, Horizon Burning Shores came out, and like I'm not putting that out as a game of the year contender, right? Like I had a great time with that game. And I'll also say that, like, for me, I I forget what I gave it on PSW. I think I must have given it like a four out of five. Like I really, really enjoyed Burning Shores. Like I, that's not one that I'm putting up there though, as like game of the year. I think Cyberpunk DLC though is like Fucking and, and like that is that quality. As another CD Project Red example, right? Of like uh, the Witcher DLC, like a uh, Blood and Wine. I think like people fucking loved that. And like uh, there, I remember the conversation that year was like, oh man, this DLC alone is like a a contender for me. Contender. Back over on Twitch, we have Sleepy Lyric with the tier one sub for twenty four months with a little heart. C C J C Jords. With the resub of Prime Gaming for 19 months says, Mike is right, Diablo deserves its flowers. Fantastic return to form and fantastic campaign. See, you get me. You get it. God, I would get it. This is like the you one year it. I would love to do a, get it. a giant bomb style game of the year where we all just sit in a room and we have to agree on what our no. top 10 is and we have to fight it out. This is the worst year. This would be that. the this, this would be the, the best year, year to do that. Dogma 399 with the Prime Gaming sub for 18 months. No, they already said, Andy, people make games. Go watch that. Okay. Michael M. Costa, throwback, number five of five-year-old kids you could take on. Okay, how many kids, how many five-year-old children could you take on Andy Cortez? Without getting tired, probably, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, like, 40. Wow. Like at I was up there at 30. Up? I was up at 30. Give me a whole classroom. Classroom of 24, easy, right? Yeah. A lot, they, a lot of it is how many just kids? like exactly. It's a lot of just that. Are it's they coming at you <laughs> at once, or is this like lined up? I think they're trying to come. No, at they you come at you at once. Yeah, they come at you at once. Five year olds. Five year olds. At five, you're at kindergarten. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kindergarten. Mm -hmm. Well, when you're six foot three, like all of us, like it's yeah, 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 yeah. Six. There, I, four so boys. I worked in a kindergarten class. Okay. And I'm trying to <laughs> try to picture that. <laughs> was that before or after you worked as a pizza delivery driver? Uh, after. It was like maybe uh, two years after. Have you ever thought about getting side jobs? Like working? At, like what if I just work in Starbucks and you show up? It's like, oh, shit, there's Mike. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. Starbucks, you know? Oh, you got DoorDash? Like, Mike at your front door. They'd be like, Mike, we need your bank account so that we could direct deposit. Nah, don't worry about it, Savvy. I don't got to Let I, me cook it. You don't got to pay. You gotta, gotta, I think gotta 40. Pay. I think I'd take, the, I'd take out 40. 40. Yeah. Two classrooms. Full. I think I could take, take out two classrooms, yeah. I think so. Because I think I think the thing, it's about how long does it take for me to get winded? Like, when do I start to get tired? Give me, like, a couple months of prep. Mm -hmm. like, oh, my. Oh my yeah, you give me, like, 50. give me a month of prep for me to, like, you know, get my, my stamina up. Yeah. I, I, I think I could get it up to 50. Raymond K. Hessel writes in with the $2 Super Chat. First off, go D-backs. Second, y'all, the best show on YT. Go Braves. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for that. That's very nice. 
These guys when put you, on when, one hell of a show. When you say the show. best show, you're talking about KFGD in particular or just kind of funny in general? I need to know. <laughs> Andy and Bless KFGD. If it's KFGD, then like let me know. If it's not KFGD, then you know. Just Wednesdays keep, keep have become. Don't tell the others, but Wednesdays have become my favorite days because the Bless and Andy combo is hell yeah, truly a delight. Now, was this an accident? Did somebody just change a thing on the calendar? All of a sudden, Andy and me is Wednesdays from now on. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. been seeing it every Wednesday. I guess I'm on again. I, guess. <laughs> I, like, oh, I, I think someone copy and pasted the schedule, yeah. and it's just and that now. now. And, and I'm all about yeah. it. You know what I mean? But like someone definitely copy and pasted the schedule wrong, and now like it's literally it's like, just locked. I was shocked that like there was no me because usually me and Greg will have our one on ones, and it's like usually about KFGD because I produce KFGD. And I'm like, one of my things is like, oh yeah, like you know, just let me know if there's a guest or if there's a change in the schedule. And I saw Andy every day, and I was like. That's not right. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. nobody talked to me about that. Yeah. Me either. <laughs> you know, and I was talking to Greg. He was like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, <okay>. like, right. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. Dale Stacy <laughs> writes in and says, hi, y'all. Any of you giving MetaQuest 3 a go? Um, I would love to see how it looks, of course. Yeah. I like, I love seeing improvements in VR tech. And mm -hmm. I think me and Mike need to get back out there. In the the VR boys. I mean, <laughs> hey, here's the call out. People over at Meta, send some over. We will gladly jump into that and tell you all about it. Because, yeah, I love my VR. I had a great time with my MetaQuest 2. And I love playing games with you doing it. So, yeah, I, I would like to check it out. See how much of an improvement it is. And have the newest piece of tech is always nice. Yeah, you know absolutely. What I mean? It's always nice. Oh, my God. Now it'll be even easier now that the I'm not living in the room that I'm streaming in anymore. Because yep. without the bed oh. there, the problem with the bed was like, it was so hard for me to play VR yeah. golf with the bed there. Because I was always either hitting the bed or I'd be too close to the TV oh. or too close to the computer. Yep. So get this. I want to buy us VR golf sticks. So I watch a lot of VR. You don't need to. Do I, we need to buy them. I want you to know I'm going to buy them. For <laughs> so here's the deal. I watch a lot of TikTok. And so I be scrolling. They know, they know me. And so I get this VR guy. I, first off, there's two things I want to do. One, I want to play the VR football game. You want to do a lot of things. Where, where the, I mean, there's so many things. I can go down a long list of what I want to do with you. You know? Here's the deal. Hey, yo. Here's the deal. There's a VR football yo. game that I wanted to play. And then there's a jabroni. <laughs> <laughs> there's a jabroni <laughs> with a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to buy the golf stick <laughs> so we can play that together. So, yeah, VR golf coming back man. right away, y'all. I'm I very go excited a about long that. Long list one. of what I want to do. With oh, it. <laughs> that was romantic. Oh. <laughs> that was insane. Oh, man. Oh, I can't see anymore. It's so funny. Candy Cane writes in and says, with the tier one stuff for 22 months. I love this time of year for all things sports. How is soccer going? Going to go tomorrow, Bless and Mike. Are you going to give them the bad news, Bless? Because I've received this bad news earlier this week. Oh, that we don't have a game tomorrow? We're uh, practicing, though. We're practicing. You see this? I'm, I'm we're going to go yeah, watch I send, I send it to the, to the group chat. Don't tell him that. He's not going to show I want to watch okay, well, I'm going to count Mike out of practice then. <laughs> we were at, a, at, you know, at little Ben's birthday party on Sunday. Love and Ben. Every 30 minutes, Mike would go, Andy, show up on show up on Thursday. 
we'll get you in. <laughs> and it just, and then after a couple of proposals, then it just became, well, on Thursday when you're there practicing with us, like, it's just, a great time. Yeah, just, a great time. and it's like, I don't, I've never played uh, soccer before, but I did like <laughs> pick up the ball a couple times with my foot and Coop like, Greg was like, it. immediately you're better than like 80% of the team. <laughs> you're ready to rock. You're ready to rock. God, our last, oh man, our last game, there are so many opportunities. Uh, We're knocking on the door. We are know, getting so much better. And here's, okay. I didn't know you haven't scored a goal Andy. Yet. No, we haven't scored a goal. <laughs> we have so close last week. Cool new sales, sales pitch for you. Ready for this? Andy, come play soccer with us on Thursday. You could make history and score our first goal ever. <laughs> what if you score the goal? What I a can, pitch. Yo, what a moment. We can't take that away from Juan Pablo. That would be a moment. Juan Pablo I mean, you, know who, score you, you know who's earned it? Who's that? It's you and Kyle. Dude, you and Kyle have I, earned it. I've not earned goal. it because I've had, like, I've been in front of the goal. And I've not been able to like seal the deal. I've not earned me. it. You should we, have me last I'm gonna I'm gonna put myself in midfield once once Juan Pablo gets back because Juan Pablo has missed uh -huh. the last two uh -huh. games and he's fucking great. Juan Pablo is going up there with coming Kyle. off the bench. Yeah, yeah, he's coming off the bench and it he's scoring like a goal. Juan Pablo is so, at this point is gonna request a trade. Yeah, he <laughs> might. He might. <laughs> no, he's Juan Pablo has the best attitude of Ride any person I've ever met. Like okay. he's like. Um, he's like super Snow White Mike, honestly. Yeah, he's Whereas great. like his he's attitude, great. Great he doesn't he doesn't care that our first game we lost 13-0. No, he, he was he was happy to be there. Now, did Mike, he skip the next week? Of course, he of did, course. He yeah. Now, Mike, I've seen you. Yeah, yeah. I've seen your footwork, and I've seen what you could do with uh -huh. the soccer ball in between your legs, like Chromio fancy footwork. You know Chromio? I do. I do know Chromio. I do know Chromio, but I don't. Like, know. I like that song a lot too. Um, <laughs> fancy footwork. You're so annoying. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I the, the thing that I was gonna say is that I've yeah, seen yeah. your footwork. I've seen uh -huh. your fancy footwork by Romeo. Yeah, yeah. Um, why are you so stuck on being a goalie? Uh, you know, to help you the need team. to be out I, there. I agree. So here's what you happened great, last like, when week. we got to you need to be out there. When I played goalie l last week, I got in the flow. Okay, I was I was feeling good, and then Joe. Joe comes up to me. Poor Joe needs to get his life together. Yeah, Joe. Joe, oh, man. Hey, Joe's like sad boy Sean. He's always got something yeah, bad going Joe on in his depressed. life. And he goes, hey, Mike, I rolled my ankle again. Can I be goal? And I'm like, Joe, I'm fucking catching fire right now in the net. Like, I'm figuring it out. I'm moving. Well, uh, okay. And then he just slowly Eeyores the other this way, right? And I'm like, hey, get a little something. So what do I do? I rip off my rip off the gloves. I give it to him. And I looked at Bless. And I was like, I'm ready to run. Give me the ball. And me, Kyle, and Bless, we started Dude, we running. started. We started That's running. That's my thing is, I think, and here, my issue is that Later. I don't have great stamina. Like, I get 20 minutes in of running, and I'm like, I got to sit down. Like, I got to sub out for a second. And I sit down, and we had um one of Cool Greg's friends <laughs> come yeah, in. Yeah, we had Eric. Eric. I was like, Eric, is your time? And I did that, like, three different times. Like, Eric, you're up. Like, I need <laughs> to catch my breath. I... I think both of us are good. Like I'm, I, I'm, I'd like to think I'm a good goalie, right? Like yeah, I, I, uh -huh. I think I'm pretty, pretty, pretty good there. I don't have the same callouts. I think you calling out a goal, uh, as goalie is fucking strong. A little chirpy, I'm chirping. Yeah. But like, chirping. if I can you spend, get chirpy back there. if I can spend either the first half or second half of the game in goalie and have yeah, you yeah. in midfield, and then we exchange part way through. I think that would be the dream. Might be a winner move. If we have Kyle and Juan Pablo, even though Juan Pablo hasn't been there for the since the first week, I'm just we putting a lot Juan of Juan Pablo. It sounds like you're putting a <laughs> lot really? of faith and hope that Juan Pablo's returning. Juan Pablo's on Messi. I put a lot of faith in Juan Pablo. I feel like y'all are going to learn soon that Juan Pablo traded himself to another team. We're going to show up next week, and Juan Pablo's going to show up with the other team. We're like, 
What's up with this? I want you to know that Juan every... Pablo could have just moved out of state. <laughs> probably, you know, every week we've played, I've eaten right before the game. Like game one, I had in and out. Game two, blessing and the team left after us and somehow still arrived before me because we had to stop at Burger King, had Why? to get some chicken fries and a couple burgers. They got, the, the they, they got them ghost pepper chicken fries. <laughs> yo, we gotta try them out. Hey, yo, let's <laughs> let's get Nick to order them today. Let's All right, get Nick to order them today. Bad. I if love we have that. Either idea. you or me in midfield. Yep. Maybe exchanging goalkeeper and then Juan, Juan and Kyle up front. I think we have a winning. We got formation. a winning formula. Norman yeah. with a five dollars super chat yeah, says, "Please put this five dollars towards Mike getting therapy." Thank you, man. We'll one do. day, <laughs> one day, one day. If, one wait, day. If you go, I'll go. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, the funniest thing one that I, I keep on thinking about that's <laughs> yeah, been yeah. making me laugh so much is was Roger saying, yeah, I suddenly started driving to work and didn't need Mike as a ride anymore, and now he's acting all shitty towards I hate, me. I hate Roger. <laughs> me and Roger are not friends anymore. It's over. Like, and like anytime Roger would think he'd see Roger, he'd be like, hello, Roger, how you doing? <laughs> And then he would send in, he would send Trello requests for thumbnails. And yep. Mike's like, yep. Roger's like, you just always ask me. Why are you like being it's all over. formal? It's over. It's over now. <laughs> Our relationship is over. I've lost my friend, Roger. I've lost I was my wondering best what was friend, happening. Roger. I was like, what it's is over. the energy? It's over. <laughs> for a there, I was like, what's going I'm on in this office? I'm a scorned lover. <laughs> It's like people were leaving without saying goodbye. Like I was like, what is happening in this office? <laughs> what happens if you leave? <laughs> Say bye. <laughs> Mike that makes only so likes you. I was like, what the fuck is happening? It's because fucking Roger was giving you, or you were giving Roger rides. <laughs> he didn't need him anymore. Roger wanted exactly. a car. <laughs> he left me. Ro Mike had no to more. drive alone now, oh, which is like the man. number one thing you could do that would break his heart. Breaking me. If we, make, if, we if we turn Mike going to therapy into content, he'll do it. So that's what I say we do. I think no, we make we content that is Mike and Bless <laughs> go to therapy. Yep, I like this. Because no. also I need I also need to go to therapy. Oh, I think, okay. Yeah, so me and you can go together. Oh, what's this no, about you? That. Let's what, figure that what's out. What's about you saying that Roger died the other day? <laughs> Your friend died. He died in my heart. Oh. You didn't hear about it? He died. He's dead in my heart now. He's dead to me. Uh, final one. <laughs> Rishi the alien writes in and says, Are y'all excited to jump into the Kid Cuddy Star Trek Fortnite event, Mere Mayhem? That's a lot of words. That's a lot of words, sir. I'm tired of Fortnite. Because they can just put it together any amount of words. Yo, if they come out with that season one map, like the OG OG map, I'm in. Like, I'll Fortnite could come out with a press release tomorrow that is, oh, we're doing the Space Stranger Things Louis C.K. event. I'm just like, all right, cool. Y'all are doing whatever then. I'll just, I'll just making shit up to do events Crazy. for. We talk about soccer that. again. I felt so bad last week. Soccer. Where early on in the game, I accidentally knocked over this girl on the other team because we're like running in the same direction, mm -hmm. running out the ball, and like I run right into this girl. This girl falls flat on the ground. Knock her. I gotta do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. He stepped over her. I'm stepped over her. Crazy. So bad. <laughs> he would do like, such a thing to her, bro. I was like, damn. Like I didn't know I could. I didn't know that could happen. I didn't know that that was part of the sport. Uh, like I reached up. I reached out I, to like bring her up, but I was like, it's too late. I just knocked this Next down. Thursday, you're invited. We'd love to have you. I'm sure you would. We'd love for you to join <laughs> us. Kind of funny, best friends. We would love for you to stick around and join us next Thursday. But that's so far away. And I got so much more awesome content coming your way on this lovely Wednesday afternoon. Today, me, Andy, Nick, continue to feed the competition and play Counter-Strike 2 Woo! with Tamar Hussein Woo! and maybe more. So we'll have some fun. And then, of course, there's an X cast and more games daily tomorrow. But if you're watching live on Twitch, you don't got to go anywhere. Stick around. And if you're watching on YouTube, click on that brand new link and come join us for some Counter Strike action. Until tomorrow, goodbye, everyone.